Welcome to the Off and Going Podcast, everybody. Okay, folks, we got another week and another week of. Uh, as a Falcons fan, I, I, I here's where I'm at. I'm just gonna we're just gonna jump right into it. Here's where I'm at. The the, I I thought this was a winnable game against the Steelers, but they let they they just let this one slip from. I mean, the Falcons are are letting games slip now at this point. The 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 Commanders game was a hard fought game. They just got a bad break at the end there with the tip pass. But I mean, you look at this one and it's just I, I don't know. Maybe we've reached the the the, the pinnacle the, the you know the peak of Marcus Mariota. Like, is this all we're this is where where we are leading now to question? Do we just see Ritter at this point? Um, because maybe Mariota is what he is. So, I mean, this is he's a guy that can keep you in a game but isn't necessarily going to win you the game and 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 when a rookie QB comes in and beats you and he outduels you and I don't know it's 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 a tough look they had a tough one match up with you know uh stopping Najee Harris I thought they did an okay job you know giving up 86 yards you still would like to limit him more but you know it's just been the turnovers for Atlanta beating themselves I mean look this was Drake London's best game. I thought he played excellent. Uh, you know, he was about the only guy, though, right? He's the only guy. Ferkser gets two. Zacchaeus gets two. I mean, for not for much. I, no one else really did much. Defensively, I thought Atlanta's defense, for once, is keeping us in this. They are keeping us around in games, and our offense just now is proven that they can't be uh, they can't be accounted on. They can't count on him to be there. So, I don't know. It's tough. That's a tough loss, uh, especially right now where the division someone has to win the NFC South. Uh, we'll talk about this game a little bit later on. But, you know, with now with the Bucks winning, they're at 6-6. Six and six. It makes it harder for Atlanta to, to – if they're serious about getting this division, then they can. I don't know. It's, it just got a lot harder for them. It, it got a lot harder for them, and – I, I I don't know, you know. Next week they we finally get our bye. Uh, next week, so that that's good. Finally getting our bye week in week fourteen, and then we have to bounce back and play the Saints. That's a in New Orleans, so that's going to be a, a crucial game. We get a bye to think about all all about this stuff. Everyone that's banged up, try to get them back. Uh, it, it's it's tough. I don't know. I don't know where they go truthfully because. Uh, just with with Mariota, I feel like this is all we're gonna get. We're, this is we're not gonna get any better than this. You might have a game where he does, per, he's perfect, and we we win. But I, it just to me, I might as well see what Ritter has. I mean, we still have a shot at it. If Ritter comes in, he's about that he can run the same style offense. Not doesn't really change much up, and we see what we have. We get to evaluate talent because right now with Pitts being out. You know, obviously we haven't had Ridley all year. Who knows what what's gonna happen with him if he's gonna stay around? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of stuff in question in Atlanta. They're just trying to keep the ball rolling. But I think we need to evaluate the QB the QB spot. It's not it's not saying we're giving up in, by any means. But uh, I I just feel like um, they. I, and they got to they got they got to figure it out offensively what the, what they want to do moving forward. And I think now's the time. I, I don't think it's surrendering by putting in Ritter. It's just hey, we know what we have in Mariota, and we think we could still win with this the system 
you know, with uh, Ritter, and we get to see what he has in the last few games. I don't know. I, to me, that's where I'm at. I, I I think, and Arthur Smith said, you know, we, we're looking at every position. Every position is up for evaluation, so we'll, we'll see. Okay, we're, sorry, we had a little bit of technical difficulties on the video. So in the video portion, it's a, it's a little messed up. We missed this. We are just talking about the Falcons game. Um, and, and breaking that down and my thoughts. To me, I think it's the move is to go with Ritter, evaluate the talent, see what we got, and, and, and you know, still try to win this damn NFC South and get in. I mean, it's a winnable fucking time of year. Got to go get it. We get the buy. I, I think we need the buy more than ever. I think Atlanta, this is a perfect time for, I mean, it's not the perfect time. We should have had a buy a while ago, but we need a buy. We need to exhale. We're on a, a bad streak right now. We just need to, to, to turn it around. But, um, uh, credit to the Steelers. You know they're playing tough with for Mike Tomlin. They're playing good. Uh, you know everyone thought this. You know I kind of thought myself included thought this season was done for them. I thought they were. I thought they were over. Um, but that they, they they seem to keep playing and and keep moving on. And they're, they're you know five and seven. I don't know if what they can do. You know it's now with Lamar Jackson injured. Who knows what's what's going to happen there? Actually, take a look at. That. I haven't seen you know where where they're sitting. I mean, they're so far down. I don't know. Can they get into? Mm, yeah, they're, they're it's t it's t it's gonna be tough for them. They're 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 sitting pretty far back for Pittsburgh. I mean, but to to keep playing, winning out, see see what happens. You just never know this year. So there's a lot of football left to be played. A lot of games to be had. Um, the Jets don't seem like they're. We don't know right now. The Jets, New England, slipping. The Chargers don't look good. I mean, the teams in front of them don't are not convincing. You know, the Raiders are kind of doing what the the Steelers are doing now. They're both up trending upward right now, getting getting into a little bit of a groove. Cleveland got the win, but how serious is that? So I don't know. Steelers just got to worry about winning. That's all they can do because they they could have a chance if they just you know they just focus on what they got to do. Week in and week out. So shout out to the Steelers for that win. You know, by three they get they get it done. Credit to them. Atlanta's got to figure this thing out going to a bye. Uh, Green Bay and Bears. Uh, just checking in on this one, and Green Bay still. You know, Aaron Rodgers is still the owner of the Chicago Bears. That's what what uh what I got out of this matchup. And it and it looked like for a minute, you know, the Bears had this thing. You know, they jumped on him early. First quarter, ten nothing. They're on top, but uh, this this Christian Watson man, this dude is electric. He is fucking electric. This is what I thought was gonna happen from him. You know, they they get him on the the end around at the end, that big forty six yard touchdown. Uh, they had him in the the the, the pass play to him. You know uh, that the, you know he he just makes shit happen. You get the ball in his hands and. I, I was talking about this at the beginning of the year. If he had been healthy the, the whole time, um, if he had been healthy the whole time, then he he should have been, he could have been rookie of the year. He could have been offensive rookie of the year in my eyes. I, I the way he's playing now, he had this all year. I th I thought this is what Green Bay needs. They need that spark guy. They need that Devonte Adams. And no, I'm not saying he's Devonte Adams, but they need that. They don't have that guy. You know that you know. Alan Lazard is not that guy, right? Randall Cobb is not that guy. You know these the, the receivers they have, Mercedes Lewis. You know these guys are these old vets that have been that have been around. So they're not they're not your deep electric guy. You insert a Christian Watson, man. He is electric. This is what I expected from him all year, and he's been he's been lighting up lately. I mean he's on fire. 
but and Aaron Rodgers just pulled it off. I mean, he made some crazy throws as usual. Just he's just in the pocket, sliding around. He when you know he had plenty of time in the pocket, and then when he had pressure, he avoided it. The Bears couldn't bring him down. He was just you know it's what he does against Chicago is just a th- it's like artwork, man. He just it's a thing of beauty. I don't know. He 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 really does play his best probably against you know the Bears. But Fields, I thought, did really good. And, you know, those two picks, the first one, okay, he you know he tried to force a ball in and couldn't get it. The second one, I'm not holding the second pick against him by any means uh, because, you know, it's the end of the game. You're trying to make something happen. Normally he's not going to make that throw. He's just gunning something in just to, just to gun something in. Um, but, you know, he's 20 for 25, 254 yards. The picks don't. I'm not really too worried about them, but you know, I the thing with the Bears is they got to put touchdowns on. They got to put touchdowns on. All right, yeah, but so with Fields, I thought he played an excellent game running the ball. He was really good. You know, had the 71 rushing yards, which credit to Green Bay for holding to that. You know, limiting him to 71. Truthfully, because I mean. Usually that kid's flying all around the field. So, you know, you hold him to 71, that's pretty good. But I, I just think – and shout-out to that 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 bomb he threw to Nikhil Harry. That was a fucking – that was a throw, dude. That was a throw, and that was a hell of a catch by Nikhil Harry who hasn't lived up to any of his potential. He hasn't done really anything. I, this is He just comes in makes this one catch, and – uh, with Chicago, just the, the the field goals. You can't kick field goals and expect to win games. That's just simple as that. I mean, we're going to talk about that a lot more with a certain other team that lost. Uh, but, you know, especially against – it's still Aaron Rodgers. It's still deadly. Um, you, you just – you got to turn those, those those field goals into touchdowns. Got to have them. Can't, can't settle against good teams. But, you know, they, they get it done. Green Bay gets it done and, and – Maybe quiets down that Jordan Love talk that you know kind of rose up after the you know injury and stuff. But still, I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't play a lights out game. You know, he only threw for 182 yards, 18 for 31. I thought the Bears played excellent uh, offensively. They just got to get those, the you know the threes into sixes, eventually into sevens. You know, but Packers get a win, move five and eight. I, I and I know for the Bears this one sucked because you know. Even with the Bears coming at three and nine, they don't want to. They want to beat. They want to beat Green Bay. It don't matter how bad the the season is. It doesn't matter if they're out of it for the playoffs. It doesn't matter if they hadn't won a game all year. They just want to beat Green Bay. So to lose that one against that guy, and how much they talk and that rivalry, Chicago wanted that one to say the least. But Green Bay gets the win. Uh, Lions, Jacks, Jags. This is one of those games that when I picked it. I knew it could have went either way, um, and this was the game where the you know the Lions have done this all year. They could put up forty on you, and then they could just not score on you. It depends on what game it is. I mean, they had they were lights out this game. This is that this was that game where they were just lights out. Jared Goff to Amaron St. Brown has been a you know that's his guy. He even hooked up with DJ Chark going up against his former team. Uh, Lawrence just looked like he it, it just wasn't there today. You know he has those games too. He's both these guys are so similar, especially inconsistent how they are. Uh, you know, Jerry Goff and 
He he can be lights out, but then sometimes he can be like, what the hell's going on? Trevor Lawrence, same way. He could be amazing, man. You see what he did when he came back against, you know, last week, what they did? I don't know. It's just these, – these teams are frustrating because it's like, damn, you guys should be – you guys could be better, man. And you just – it just doesn't – for whatever reason, it's not consistent enough. But I'm around St. Brown has quietly been pretty fucking solid, you know, for that team. 76 receptions, that's tied for 7th. 830 yards, 6 touchdowns, that's ninth, 14th in yards. I mean, he, he's quietly having a, a pretty damn good game – or game, good season. Uh, you know, taking some step forward. Uh, keep an eye on him. He's, you know, solid receiver. But flying under the radar, I feel like. Uh, good to see DJ Chark, too, get, get going. But, you know, the Lions just had that game where they were just – all out assault. They can do that to you sometimes, and it's that you know they're in every game. It's just can they pull it together? Are they gonna Are they gonna get? They you know I feel they they should have beat the Bills on thanks you know Thanksgiving. Couldn't pull that one together. This this team had you know more potential. And you take a look at it now with them getting that win. Can is it possible that they sneak in? And that I mean they're they're close. They got to keep the string together more wins. Um. Is if anyone can take it from Washington, but you got to be hoping for Washington and Seattle to lose, and things you know with them getting muddier now with how they played. I guess we'll just go right into that one. They they tie with the 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 Commanders. So uh, Herm, Edwards, Herm Edwards once had a great quote: "You play to win the game. You play to win the game. How do we still have ties in the NFL, dude? I'm going to say it every time a team ties. It just makes things worse now for the playoffs. But that's not even the main point. Make them win. These two teams, no one wanted to fucking win. They both want, they're both losers. They didn't want to win. No, make them win. When your kid wants cake in the morning and goes, Dad, I want cake. Do you go, all right, cake for breakfast? No, you go, that's absurd. You're not having fucking cake for breakfast. So when these two teams don't want to fucking win, you're not, you, we should not be going, okay, you know what, you guys just tie. No, make them win. Make somebody win, dude. This is trash. I mean, the ties are just so fucking stupid. And it makes playoffs uh, worse. Be, you know, the race is worse because it makes it cluttier because, oh, I don't technically have a loss. But you didn't get a win either. You fucking tie. So what's that count for? Now we're just... It's so stupid. The ties are dumb. Um, it could play a huge factor, too. Now, that makes it even harder for Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's hoping the Giants would have won. You know, at least one of these teams, right, lose. Just for the simple fact of, you know, Atlanta doesn't hold the head-to-head with the commanders. They lost to them. That's, what, that's where that got harder. But... One of those teams could have lost and, and, and took a step back. But now, because you know, right now, that whole division's getting in. Eagles are the one seed. Cowboys are the five seed. Giants are the six seed. And then the Commanders. Oh, no, not. No, Seattle's getting in. And the Commanders are the first team out right now because of that tie. But then you got the Lions and, and the Falcons. And we hold the tiebreaker over Green Bay just because of strength of victory. So I'm guessing they're going up the strength of schedule. So we're just slightly above Green Bay right now. We're battling out Green Bay, Detroit, and the Commanders. So it's interesting. This whole reason I'm bringing this up is because the Lions have a chance. But you know, it's 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 not. They need some. They need some help right now. They obviously you got to handle your business, but they're going to need some losses by those teams. You can be root for some teams down the stretch here. 
Uh, but we'll talk about the, you know, the the commanders and the giants. The whole tying shit's just dumb. It just it just muddies up everything. And and these teams, you know, they had they had they, they're so evenly matched. Right, the Giants, the Commanders, to me are so evenly matched, just like how Atlanta and the Commanders were. I think all three of these those teams are just so the same, and how they want to play. They want to get that run game going uh, with Saquon, and on the other side with Brian Robinson, pretty much now taking over the lead bell uh, over Antonio Gibson. But still, they want to get that run game going, and then they want to pass off of it because it makes their passing game easier. Because some linebackers off that play action uh, suck up, and then make it. You know they 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 come in and uh, leaves a bigger gap over the top for the receivers in the middle of the field, and same for the safeties. They get those safeties to kind of bite and corners to jump. But I thought both teams played pretty great. Uh, but make them win, right? Somebody's got to fucking win. You know they missed the field goal. Both team both both of these teams are teams that need to uh, could could they got to score as well. Field goals too many times they're settled for field goals. Got to get, got to get touchdowns. Um, you know, it seemed like the momentum shifted when you know out of the halftime, the Giants got that fumble, and then turned it into a touchdown. But then it just, they, they just too many times they're stalling out. Stall, you got to put teams away. The Giants and me had this in the back. Once they, once that happened after halftime, they, they could have ran away with this thing, and they just, you know, they mulled around too much and just. They gotta find put put away teams. I know the, the Commanders have a pretty great defense, and but so the Giants. Giants got a good defense too. They just they gotta find a way to get points on the board. So this one ends in a tie. I don't like it. I hate it. I mean, make somebody win. Make they gotta win, right? We you play to win the fucking game. Make them win. It's crazy to me, but nonetheless, they're both now seven seven five and one and seven four and one respectively. Uh, Jets, Vikings. Talk about teams not being able to score. This was the Jets. The Jets, first of all, they had Mike White throw 57 times. They said, put the fucking cape on and, and go win us the game. Wild. Uh, and he threw for 369 yards. He also had two picks, though. The picks were kind of costly. But what was more costly to me for the Jets is they kicked how many field goals? Was it five field goals? Unacceptable, dude. I know Greg the Leg is a monster and is kicking 60 yarders and shit. That's cool. That's great. You got to get fucking touchdowns. To me, the Jets were the better fucking team, and that's sad. That shows that's worse for the Vikings. This is why I don't trust the Vikings. They're 10 and 2, but you, you look at them and you go, How? How are you 10 and 2? I don't understand. You know, their defense is not, is, is suspect, you know. They're suspect. I know they got two picks, but and they can get some sacks with Zaredia Smith and all that. But eh, they're suspect me against great teams. I don't know. Their, their offense is their specialty, and it you know Kirk didn't even have that great of a game. Only threw for 173 yards. You know they didn't have that explosion offensively. So to me, that's that's where that's where the Vikings. That's their superpowers. Their offense is they're kind of how Atlanta used to be. I'll relate it to. My dirty birds. When we had that's you know we had that great offense. Defense was just okay. You know it's not god awful, but it's not anything you know crazy. To me, that's how the Vikings are. They got a really good offense, and this is a game where Kirk just didn't look like. It's just their offense didn't look like they should have blew this game out, and they didn't. It was close, and they only lost because. Their defense was was holding them to field goals, but to me that's just the Jets not being. I mean, five times, 
one was the long 61 at the end of that. Was at the end of the half or whatever. Okay, whatever. But four times you can't get in the fucking end zone. I mean, come on. Or you can't convert to get keep the drive going. That, that separates good and bad teams. That's why I don't, I just I don't for as far as NFC, I don't even, no one's even talking about the Vikings. That's what's crazy, and it's because of shit like this. To me, they got to be able to win these games and win them convincingly. It, it put a big stink on everybody when they lost to the Cowboys the way they did. They're like, yeah, you that's what you guys are pretenders. To me, it's the Eagles and the Cowboys are the top dogs in the NFC as far as really anyone's concerned. And everyone else is kind of maybe they could do something. Seattle, you know, maybe. 49ers, I thought, were the team that was moving up and could be really good, but News about Jimmy G. We'll, we'll get into that. But, you know, the Vikings get the win 27-22. I thought Mike White played really good other than the two picks he did have. Um, Garrett Wilson looked really good. He had 8 for 162. But, again, they, Justin Jefferson only 7 for 45 in a touchdown. He had a great catch at the end there um, that kind of sealed it. That, that was an amazing catch. Amazing throw by Kirk Cousins. So, I mean, they, it's not like I'm just dogging on Minnesota completely. I mean, they did some great things. They should have won this game convincingly. The way they were holding the Jets to th- to field goals constantly, and whether that's, to me, that's more of the Jets' problems. But still, how are you not blowing this team out? At home, too. I, I, just not. It doesn't sit well with me with the, for the Vikings as far as I can believe them to do something in the playoffs. But they, nonetheless, they get the win. Uh, Eagles-Titans, and the Eagles just made the Titans look silly. I, it was kind of... Kind of I didn't expect this. You know, I, this is what's scary about the Titans, and I, you know, I always talk about it, and I always seem like I'm harping on the Titans. But, I mean, Derrick Henry, 11 for 30. They shut him down, and look what happened. They, they The game was over. Okay, Tannehill couldn't do much. Malik Wilson, he was in for the little backup duty. Gardner Minshew got some playing time. But uh, the Eagles just looked good. Jalen Hurts looked amazing. 380 yards for touchdowns. He looked like MVP caliber, and we're going to talk more about that as well. But A.J. Brown blew up on his old team. Two touchdowns, 119. Uh, Devontae Smith had a game. They both were over 100 yards. Both each had a touchdown, but A.J. had two. Uh, they just looked great. I mean, they're, they're a complete team. It's six sacks, two pit. Uh, no, no picks, sorry. But, they, you know, six sacks, the way they played. Lights out. I mean, there's not much to say, and it's the old Tennessee recipe. I mean, they're they're, they're predictable. You shut down Derrick Henry, and you lose. They want to play. They want to rely on that defense. Well, the Eagles exposed that defense and made that defense look silly. And that defense has been making teams, been shutting some teams down lately. So that's just so impressive by Philly. This was a more impressive win just for what they did on the defense. But I I, I thought they'd have their way with Tennessee. Not this much, but damn. Ugh, that's just why I don't buy any stock in, in the Titans. They're just one-dimensional. You take away Derrick Henry, and I don't know how many times you can say, you know, you take away Derrick Henry, game over. I mean, how many times are the Titans going to learn this lesson? They've done this, what, over and over again where they just – they're not changing. And one factor that remains is Tannehill. I think Tannehill's done after this season, and I think Malik Willis will take over uh, next year. But that's to be determined. Eagles get the win 11-1. They look to me like the dominant team in the NFL total. The total package. It's their 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 Super Bowl to lose right now, but we got a lot of football to be played. Um, Ravens Broncos. This one was interesting for one reason and one reason only, and that's Lamar Jackson gets hurt. Um, I don't know if there is an update. Let's let's look right now because it was like an ankle injury. I don't I don't want to act like I you know. I, let me figure out what's going on before I just be spatting shit up. But I thought it was an, an 
Oh, knee injury. He's week to week. Oh, that's right. They had talked to Harbaugh. He says more like day to day, week to week. Uh, so it sounds like he'll be out for at least. I, I would. I would. If I had to take a guess, they're gonna let him sit for like two weeks, probably. You know, sitting at eight and four in the division they're in. Um, with Huntley, they feel like he can run that offense with no problem. I think they're going to take their time on this one just because of where they're at in the season um, and, and how things are sitting. You know, they get the win over Denver. I don't think there was anyone's any surprise, even with Huntley coming in. But it was 10-9. to they, they got the touchdown late to, to, see, to, to take the win. But uh, it's interesting to see what this does for Lamar, how, how, you know, how long does it actually take? Is he going to be the same when he comes back? Is, are they going to be all right, you know? They had already looked shaky with him, but we have to see now. I think they'll be okay with Huntley. You know, he's been in there before, started for him. He can, you know, pretty much run that offense the same way that, you know, it's not going to, nothing's going to change dramatically. Been there, done that. They'll be fine. Uh, let's see, who do they play? I'm just taking a sneak peek. Oh, against the Steelers. That's, ooh, 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 ooh. Interesting. That'll be a, a tough one, but. Nonetheless, like I said, for those reasons, he'll be okay. Uh, they do get the win, though, so that important thing there, they get the win, and hopefully they get Lamar Jackson back sooner than later, and the Broncos continue to just ride. <laughs> it's not been a fun ride, but they're riding 3-9 and nine now. Uh, Browns-Texans, it's the Sean Watson back to play his old team, first game back, and he looked like a guy who hadn't played since, you know, a long time, you know, however long it's been since he last played. Was it, has it not been a full year, but or, or, what, like 700 days? It was something like that since he's last played. Whatever the case, it's been a long fucking time, right? And he looked rusty. He just looked like he hadn't played in a while. He was uh, missing throws. It just looked like he was slow to read the defense, uh, you know, a little slow moving in the pocket. He just It's all different. It's all different again. It's like, it, you know, you could say it's like riding a bike, but not really. It takes a minute. All right, it's going to take some time. You can practice all you want, but you can't practice the real game speed and how people are going to react defensively. You know, what's that corner going to do? And is, if he's disguising that, and he's, you can't you can't simulate all that, dude. It's going to take reps. It's going to take time. It may take him the whole season. It may take him a couple games, and he starts balling out like his old stuff. Who knows? Time will tell. But, but either way, I think to me, this, the season's a wash anyways for him, so it's – Kind of good that he's getting these reps in now and doesn't have to wait, you know, the remainder of the season. This can just be tune-up games, and he looks sure as hell needs it. So, I mean, you just got to look at it realistically if you're a Cleveland Brown fan and, and say, okay, we, we know the season's pretty much done, right? Uh, but, you know, let, let him get his reps in. Be thankful that he's doing this now and not, you know, just the preseason next year, right? Getting real meaningful snaps in, and I know it's the Texans. It's going to ramp up and whoever they, you know, who they're playing. Uh you know, they did this against the worst team, and they couldn't score any points offensively. It was all defense and, and special teams. You're not going to get that against every team. It's just the Texans, and they're not a good football team, but it is what it is. The Texans will have one of these big quarterbacks next year, though. They're going to take either C.J. Stroud or Caleb Williams. There's no way in hell they're not. They'll have the first pick, and they'll take one of those quarterbacks, whoever they want. So... It'll be different, but they're just moving on from it. It's tough right now for Texas fans. They got robbed of Deshaun Watson and all that shit, and now they have to start over finding a new quarterback again. So, But they're in a prime position to get a really good one. So I think they'll be all right in the future. I love Damian Pierce and what he's doing with the Texans. So it's not all, it's not all bad 
bad for the Texans. I know you're one ten and one, but look at it this way: you're gonna get a hell of a quarterback next year. You know, to go with Damian Pierce, John Mechie should be you know full steam ahead with him. Hopefully, getting him back, um, and and get some pieces there to help you out and, and move forward. The defense is pretty pretty stout right now. And, you know, defense is doing okay, but uh, we'll see with for the Texans and for the Browns just. Yeah, move. You see what you got now. You at least get to see what he's what he's gonna be like and, and what's gonna happen and move forward. It's gonna get a lot tougher. It's not gonna be all sunshines and rainbows. You expect the rustiness, but don't yeah, you know? You can't turn on him. You gotta expect this to be realistic here. Uh, Seahawks Ram. This game was close, and I didn't think it really needed to be. Like I thought the 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 Seahawks would kind of handle the business against John Wolford, but um, no, they they. They needed. They, it was down to the wire here. Twenty-seven, twenty-three. Uh, Bobby Wagner's big game get back against Seattle, and he had a hell of a fucking game, dude. Two sacks, seven tackles, three tackles for loss. Had a pick. He was all over the fucking field. He was lights out. Had a hell of a game. Um, but Geno Smith had one of his best games. Three hundred sixty-seven yards, three touchdowns. He he played great. They didn't even have the running game. You know they just kind of shut Kenneth Walker out. He got injured. DJ Dallas came in and it was okay, but didn't really do much, right? So it was all on Geno, and he balled out to DK and Tyler Lockett passing. I mean, he looks great. He's like your dark. He could be like a dark horse MVP. He's definitely getting comeback player of the year. But I mean, like, could he be the MVP? It's kind of wild. Seattle is that team that's probably going to get in the playoffs, but I, I I would think they'll have an early exit. I don't know. I just I don't know how if they can sustain this, right? I just I just don't know if I'm buying uh, what they what they what they are right now. Like I told said earlier to me, the Cowboys and the Eagles are kind of the only teams I'm really buying in the NFC. Vikings at ten and two. I I don't I don't trust them. Seahawks and eh. the Niners. I really love the Niners, man. Uh, but with Jimmy G done, I don't know. They're gonna, they're st- saying they're sticking with Brock Purdy. To me, I think you take a flyer on Baker Mayfield. And I know Shanahan said now, nah, but uh, I I, w- I would take a flyer on him. Uh, they get the win against Tua. They made Tua look uncomfortable. I think you know, everyone's talking about how he had his game where he didn't look accurate and all this. I, to me, I think it was just the, the 49ers defense made him uncomfortable. They got to him a lot. They were flying around the field. Dre Greenlaw playing outside of his fucking mind. And Fred Warren, that could be the nastiest linebacker combo to go maybe with the the uh, uh, Bucks or 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 uh, Patrick Queen and and um, oh Roquan Smith in in Baltimore. I mean, one of the nastier linebacking duos. I mean, those guys are nasty. Hufunga's nasty. I mean, they got a solid defense. One of the best defense. I think this is the best defense right now. But now with Jimmy G out, I don't know. Brock Purdy came in, and he looks solid. I mean, he did. Shanahan's going to have some stuff, but, you know, form offensively but and make him look better. But uh, I just think, why not take a flyer on, on Mayfield? It's not like Baker Mayfield can't do everything that you're going to ask him to do. He actually fits the scheme perfectly. Allow him to, it's what he wanted in Carolina. If, it's, if he would have had this in Carolina, I think it would have been fine. He didn't have what he was looking for in Carolina. They took all the weapons away, and they're like, well, fuck, dude, why do you suck? Well, because you, tra- you got rid of everybody. Don't pin that on Baker. I know he didn't look amazing, but, I mean, look what he had. Come on, you got to be you gotta be realistic with this shit. And I know 
San Francisco fans might not want to hear, but I think Baker is a solid choice for him. I bring him in. He's he's I I know Purdy looked okay there, but I don't know, man. That's just to me seemed like a, a once in a like a one shot in the fifteen minutes of fame type shit. I want Baker. I if I'm if I'm the 49ers. and it's not like he can fuck this up. He's got McCaffrey, Debo, Kyle Juszczyk, uh, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. He's got every weapon he could ever ask for. So don't tell me he couldn't fuck this up. But I I think now San Francisco is. That's in question is the QB. What are they going to do in the NFC? I thought they were going to be this, one of the scarier teams and could have got to the Super Bowl. Real shot at going against the Eagles. I think them and the Eagles would have been a hell of a matchup. And still can be, but I think they want to go get Baker. I, I would. Just take a flyer on him. Even if he doesn't, even if it's, even if you bring him in to, as a backup and it doesn't work out as, you know, like you, you wanted to with him and you just stick with Purdy, whatever. I would. They're going to sign Josh Johnson, I think, from the Denver practice squad. So, I don't know. But uh, but as far as the Dolphins go, I thought, too, to me, he's now kind of out of the MVP race. He's kind of taking a step back with, with the games he's missed. Plus, yeah, just to me, he just looked uncomfortable against his defense is all that was. I think they did a great job. You know, Tyreek still did his thing. They had that, besides that, you know, that quick 75-yard play, first play of the game. But, uh, they took Waddle out of the game, and, and he was just uh, pressured and uncomfortable. They, they were getting to him, you know. They only had the three sacks, but the pressures they were they were they were there, right? Deflecting passes, and it's just that defense is just. I think that defense is just that damn fucking good. They can make a lot of teams look not as as good as as they should. Uh, they they did a good job, and I just don't think they were ready for it. And they got punched in the mouth. I, th- I think. The Dolphins will be fine. I just think it was one of them games where they're okay. I think that if they were to play again, it would be they'd be a little more prepared for that. But that defense is legit for the 49ers. So they just got some questions at quarterback moving forward, and with Jimmy G gone, to me, again, I think I go with uh, Baker. But I guess we'll find out where he goes. Um, because that could be a real good opportunity for him. Because other than that, he's not. I don't know how many more chances Baker has. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's bad tape he had with Carolina, but again, I can't put it all on him. This fucking game was amazing. Now the Chiefs and the Bengals and 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 Joe Cool's got his number, man. He's got he's got the Chiefs number. He's three zero. He's doing it now. The Bengals are kind of getting it going at the right time. Uh, Jamar Chase back, huge for him. P Ryan was. Balling out of control, you know they didn't have Mixon, and, and I, I thought he did really well filling that spot. He runs hard and aggressive and does a lot of things, even out of the backfield for him. He's a solid piece. Uh, Joe Burrow in this game, he he was that. This was the game where he was Joe Cool, right? And the moment was there was no moment too big for him. He was in that pocket. He owned the moment. Just everything was in slow motion and he was just going at it. That was Joe Cool. Sometimes you you don't see Joe Cool, and that's when they have struggles, but. This game, he had it all, and it, uh, there was no stopping him. I mean, it just looked like he was going to be able to make every throw, dissect every defense, do it all. And to do it against Mahomes again, it, it's big. They, they did a, a, a great job. I mean, and there was moments that Kansas City could have had this one, and they they, they couldn't get it. Shout-out to the Bengals. Um, I thought when Burrow took that sack late, late there – like under two minutes, 
I thought that might have been, oh, no, they're going to now they're going to really mess this up, and here's where they're going to capitalize, and Mahomes is going to take over, and it didn't happen. They didn't allow it. Shout out to the Bengals. They get it done again. They A big win for them. Uh, and an eye-opener now. Is this just is is this is there more to this? I I don't know. Has Joe Burrow got these fuckers figured out and and got Mahomes' number? He's three and zero against him. He plays their best, and this is becoming a fun little rivalry. You know they were talking before this game, and and uh, and hopefully I hope they I think we could see this again in the playoffs. I hope we do because this this every time they play, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. I think what every time it's been decided by three points or something like that. So a uh, fun game. Burrow looked on fire. Mahomes, they, they didn't have that magic this time. Uh, and Bengals get the job done, man. Shout out to the Bengals. It was a huge victory. And now you got the fucking, the, Ra- the Raiders. The Raiders just, uh, they're, they're, on a, they're on a roll right now, dude. The last, I mean, what they've been doing, the comeback, I mean, the comeback kids, Chargers came out early on this one. Uh, early jumped into the early lead. Looked like they were going to do their thing, and then they just—I don't know—they just faded away. I, they just—they just don't. They, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers, but they just can't get it going. And, he, and they even get a pick six. I mean, they get a—they get help from the defense. I. Keenan Allen's back. I I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Chargers. I I thought they were had a real Super Bowl chance this year, and they, they that seemed to go in, way down the into the dumps. But the Raiders, Josh Jacobs keeps doing his fucking thing, leading the league in rushing. Uh, had 144 yards touchdown. He couldn't be stopped. Derek Carr to Devontae Adams is the only connection that matters. I mean, I, at this point, Devontae Adams is about to be a dark horse MVP candidate. The way he has, I mean. Another game, he's 8 for 177, two touchdowns. I mean, he's played out of his mind recent, lately. He's fourth in receiving. He's now tied for Kelsey in touchdowns just because of how, well, the production he keeps having. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. The last five games, he's had 146 yards, two touchdowns, 126 a touchdown, 141 and two touchdowns, 74 and no touchdowns against Seattle, but then 177 and two touchdowns against the Chargers. I mean, he's balling out of fucking his out of his mind, and to me, he's like a dark horse MVP if he keeps if he continues this path all the way to the end of the season. He's a dark horse MVP candidate. No, no fucking joke. I mean, he's balling out of his mind, uh, and the the Raiders keep getting fucking wins now lately. I it they're coming out of nowhere and good time to do it. I don't know if they have a realistic shot, but they're. You know, had they pieced a few different games together and got that win against the Cardinals, a win here and there, they're looking at being in the playoffs, man. And it's tough. They would have been, a, you know, if they had full strength, they're a tough team with Hunter Renfro and and uh, Darren Waller at tight end. They're they're a really tough team to go with Devontae Adams. But right now, Devontae Adams just said, "Fuck it, get on my back, just throw me the goddamn ball." And they're just they're they're succeeding that way. It's crazy. An embarrassing game Sunday night, absolutely atrocious. Uh, fifty-four to nineteen, the Cowboys beat the Colts, and I look. I I don't know. The Colts might be the most unluckiest team I've ever seen. Watching them, it's like a a bloopers reel. You know, they had the fumble. They, they just their their receivers are not on the same page with Matt Ryan. You know, he's they're throwing picks. Uh, a lot of times, it's bad balls go. You know, it's just the most wild, 
ways they lose. Um, and this thing was 21-19 at one point, and then just blown out of the fucking water. The Cowboys scored, what, 30 points in the fourth? Uh, I had to stop watching. It was, it was just hard to watch. I think I stopped watching when they had 34. They ended up scoring another 20 points. I mean, it was absurd. Uh, the I mean, I know the Cowboys look good, but, man, the Colts just keep beating themselves. Uh, it, it's it's It was like a bloopers reel watching them. It was a comedy of errors, and I I don't know what, what, what the problem is. You know, Matt Ryan's having a little bit of his issues, but, I mean, they're just – no one's on the same page there. It seems like they're just off, and it, it shows on the field. And the Cowboys keep rolling. I think they look good. And it sounds like they're going to be getting Odell, which is huge. You know, he's he just went and visited the Cowboys. Um, last night he was at a, a Mavs game with a bunch of the players. And, and it sounds like Odell's going to the Cowboys. So if he can bring anything to this, um, the Cowboys are going to be scary. And they're going to have, it's going to be a real shot against, you know, I think that between the Cowboys, the Eagles, and, the you know, if the 49ers can maintain what they're doing, I think that defense can carry them a ways. It's gonna be a fun matchups in the NFC. There's not a lot of great teams because I don't know about the Bucks. I don't know about some of these other teams, but the Vikings. Uh, but those three teams are gonna. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, and, it, and it sounds like they're getting Odell. Can what can he bring? I th I don't know. I don't know if he. You know, he's been out. He hasn't played all this time. You know, the last time we seen him, he did good things for the Rams in the Super Bowl. Looked like he was on his way to be the MVP. I mean, the way he was playing. Uh, and had that big injury on the, you know ACL injury, so it's you know he it's obviously got a head time. It's head time. It's healed. He's ready to go. But I I don't know what production you get out of him. But even if he's just taking coverages, you know eyes, bodies, you know off of CD Lamb and and other receivers. I don't know. You know that's gonna help out Schultz. That's gonna help out uh, Gallup. I mean it's gonna help the CD Lamb out. It's gonna help them all out. So it's only going to do good things for the Cowboys. It's just what kind of production are you going to get from Odell? I think if he can get what he was doing for the Rams, even you know if he if he's looking like that, that's all they need. That'll that'll go uh, a long ways for him. So uh, we'll see. But it sounds like Odell is going to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys just steamrolled the Colts. Being they the Colts helped them, you know they they beat themselves along the way, so made it easier on them. And then last night Monday night. The Saints, this was just, you know, like, both teams looked bad, right, offensively. The Saints looked bad. They, they, you know, they would get down and, and and you know, guys dropping balls. They just, it, they were sloppy on offense. On the same same side, you could say the same thing with the, the Bucks. They looked sloppy, but Brady pulls out another ma magic moment from him and, and goes down and scores the last seconds of the game literally in you know, three seconds they get the win 17 16 but you know the, this was a you know the saints could have won this fucking game easily and i you know someone's got to win the nfc south i think it's probably going to be the bucks um but I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do much in the playoffs if they play like this everyone's sitting around waiting for brady to get going oh brady's going to get to figure this thing out they're going to figure this thing out they're going to figure this thing out and, and god damn they're just not figuring this thing out it's like it's, it's Hard to watch, right? But, you know, at that final drive, they did make some great plays. Julio had a great catch um, to, to get him uh, right there on the goal, goal range. Uh, 
get it first and goal. Um, you know, they, they made some good plays, I think. You know, Scotty Miller had that great play on, on was it third down, fourth down there. Uh, that was his only catch. I mean, they, they made some plays. It's just like they just can't get it going. They're just off. Everyone's just off a bit. I don't know. Um, and I don't know if they're going to be able to get it against the likes of the Cowboys or the Eagles or, you know, teams like that. You know, against the 49ers, hell, next week against the 49ers, I think it's going to be a, a, a tough matchup for him even with Brock Purdy starting it's not going to matter it's going to be a tough matchup for him because of that defense so I I I don't know it's going to be tough but you know down the stretch let's take a look at the the standings here you know we've kind of looked at them throughout but that was all the games Bucks got the win I think you know take a look at it now uh MVPs. I want to talk MVP a little bit. All right. So to me, to me, MVP. It's everyone's talking Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, right? Those are the two names. I think two. Two was kind of in it for a minute, but you know he's kind of tapered off. And and again, I'm not even joking. I think if if uh, the way things Devontae Adams keeps going, he could be a dark horse MVP. Just saying what he's meant to that team. If they if they somehow if the Raiders somehow get in the playoffs and do something. He could be an MVP, right? Um, but just on the the whole the whole uh, Mahomes hurts. Who who's got the MVP, right? If you take a look at it, to me, Mahomes thirty eight hundred passing yards, thirty touchdowns, eight picks. He's not really ru- running much, so we'll just that's what he's got. Now you look at Hurts passing wise. Uh. 2,940 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, three picks. Okay. And then you factor in his running. That's another 609 yards, nine touchdowns. That gets him to 3,549 total yards and 29 touchdowns. That's still under the production of Patrick Mahomes. So to me, I'm going to give, I'm going to give this to Mahomes. I think to get that, especially to get that team. I mean, if you look at Jalen Hurts and his offense, that defense is great. You look at the offense, all the weapons he has. Uh, I mean, I think it's a, you got a better team in Philadelphia, so it's a lot. It's easier for you know Hertz to do what he's doing, but also for Mahomes to do it with what he's got. I think you know he doesn't have the great. He still has weapons. Don't get me wrong. He's got Kelsey. I'm not saying Mahomes doesn't have anything. He's got Juju, but. It, to me, it's not an A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, who's a Heisman-winning receiver. A.J. Brown, who's arguably one of the top receivers. Uh, Dallas Goddard, one of the be- better tight ends. I mean, he, he's got weapons, right? Great running game, Miles Sanders. But it seems like with Mahomes still doing with what he's doing, he's doing a lot more with a little – he doesn't have Tyreek. He's doing the same with less. And I value that a little bit. I think it's tight. I think it's neck and neck. I think we got to go all the way to the end of the season and to tally up the final score on this one. But right now, I think Mahomes is leading the MVP race. But I do like Hurts. I think he's solid MVP candidate right now. And I like, you know, for me, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, but he's twenty-five touchdowns, eleven picks. He's he's not lights out like these other guys are, are what they're doing right now. But in Burrow. Burrow could be as well, you know, the way they're playing late. They keep this going. They keep consistently rolling. I think he's got a shot at MVP as well. But I like Devontae Adams as a just a funny dark horse. I think he could win if the they start playing great. Um so let's take a look at 
What do we get for Thursday night? I think we made this pick last week. I actually made this pick instead of the Bills Patriots. So let's take a look. Yeah, it's the Raiders Rams. So Raiders Rams, what we getting for Thursday? Kind of a uh, whatever. But speaking of those Raiders and Devontae Adams, I think this is a game they can win. I think they can run that. You know, it's going to be a little bit harder running the ball against the Rams, but I think they eventually can get the run game going enough. Derek Carr playing the way he's playing enough to win these games. Hooking up with Devontae Adams. Can Jalen? Can it's going to be a fun matchup? Can Jalen Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. We'll see that matchup. Can if they can shut him down, man, they might be able. To, the Rams might be able to win this game. But no Stafford. He's done for the year, obviously. So I'm going to take the Raiders just because of the talent they got. I think I think they can find a way to eventually pull away. You know, they're not going to be able to stop the Raiders the whole time, but they get something going that run game. They'll open up the pass. I think Devontae, you know, fun matchup to watch, though, just for that Devontae Adams versus uh, Jalen Ramsey matchup. That's going to be exciting. Um, but, yeah, after that, we'll have the rest of the picks. After, the, you know, after Thursday night's game, we'll make all the picks in the next episode. Um, have all that stuff for you guys. We'll talk about a little bit about uh, oh Colorado, Deion Sanders. It is uh, final. He's going over there. He's seen a lot of guys transfer out. He's bringing his guys in. Um, uh, Son's going to be the quarterback. Should be hell of an athlete. Good player. Um, so some of the guys, you know, that they seen the writing on the wall when he said, "Hey, I'm bringing my guys in. They're dogs. You know, they're they're real dogs." Uh, so I, I like it. I like what he's going to do for that school. I think they're going to be a powerhouse, just like he was at Jackson State. You know, going undefeated this year. I think they're going to be really good. Bringing all the guys in that he's going to have, it's going to be they're going to be fun to watch. Colorado's going to be fun to watch. But uh, shout, credit, shout out to them, credit to them. So, Dion going to go turn that school into a really good program, probably, and be fun to watch Colorado football, I guess. Um, but. Um, anything else? Anything else? I think I think we pretty much talked. Got it all. We got all the talked about all the games. Got it all. Um, MVPs. Fun, fun little matchup here. But, you know, looking at some of these matchups, it's gonna be like the Eagles Giants ought to be an interesting one. But we'll talk about all these games in the next episode. So I'll leave y'all with that. I hope y'all have a good one. As always, love y'all. Peace.